Welcome to Finding Serenity in the Midst of Chaos podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tulai Masi, and I help high-achieving professional women move from overwhelmed people-pleasers to finding their balance, purpose, and meaning in life. This podcast is a series of transformational radio interviews with my friend 007 Ian Fleming about life's everyday challenges. We dive into so many life topics and I give profound examples of how I overcame some of these challenges to find inner peace, joy and serenity despite the changing and chaotic circumstances. As you listen more and more, you will find the useful tips and tools you can apply and embody right now so that you too can find inner peace from the inside out, no matter what your circumstances are. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, Chulai. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Good. We have a sunset behind us today. Yes, chilled. Yes, nice yeah, little sunset, bit of blue sky there, bit of, uh, bit, yeah, bit of sun just going down over the sea. Yeah, a bit of everything, really. Yeah, I guess this won't mean an awful lot to the listeners. Unless no, you're watching, no, people watching this on YouTube. <laughs> yes, yes. If we, if you're watching us, you've you've got the whole thing. If if not, think what are they going on about? <laughs> yeah, well, what we're going on about is that we've chosen a background that has a, I think one of those that bridge in Los Angeles with a yeah suspension bridge sort or of whatever. Thing. Yeah, sunset yeah. at the background. So why not? <laughs> why Looks not? good. So good. So happy. Yes. Oh gosh. Birthday, Ian, by the way. I you know. Your birthday. Uh, yes, <laughs> it was. Yes, this week. Yes, the time of recording, just two days ago. Yeah, that's it. Big birthday. Lovely day. Nice big breakfast yeah. in the morning. Actually, at a posh place, a friend treated me to. Very generous friend. Um, wow. Uh, so myself and Anna were included. My wife and uh, yeah, we went for this uh, lovely big breakfast, Thank and um, then actually three gifts to open she said she said open the card last thinking what, what's the special you know the card's the least of the things isn't it when you buy yeah. people presents they've got three <laughs> lovely wrapped presents here anyway i open them one was a nice photograph of myself in fact i've changed my facebook photo recently mm. and that the person i'm talking about the friend was one that we were on holiday with in italy and yeah. A picture was taken of me on that holiday and she's framed it and put happy birthday to our dear friend oh. Ian from all their names and listed their name. Oh, and it's lovely. all engraved in a wooden frame. It's really, really nice. And oh. uh, yeah, I, I'm, so I've actually changed my Facebook image to that image as well and because uh, i thought it was nice but that was and then oh and, and then like an apron and a, and a cookery book wow okay. <laughs> she's trying to encourage me to do more stuff in the kitchen i think i'm not you know i'm not big big in the kitchen so it's a bit of a, a kick i think to uh she's obviously been talking to to my wife and uh, you know coming up with some but anyway and then um then what was it then open the card mm. oh mm, what's in the okay. card What's it? Ah, piece of paper with a voucher for okay. none other than a helicopter ride. <gasps> oh, nice. She couldn't have done any better than that. I mean, a glider, micro light, any, any type of flight. I've done a okay. balloon flight. Yeah. Did that 10 years ago, actually, for my 10 years ago big birthday. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one's got a zero on the end. So, similar okay. thing, really. So, I'm d- a bit like 10 years ago. I'm doing a flight of some sort. With, it was nice. a balloon flight 10 years ago. And also, mm-hmm. within that year, I went to South Africa to see our family. We're doing that again this year. So, that fits nicely with the oh, wow. big birthday as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, really, really good. So, absolutely, you know, generous and lots of Facebook um 
you know, messages and wishes from people that I've not seen face to face from all walks of life. Some from the village where I grew up, some from work, some from mm. university, some from, you know, later in in work and, and yeah, everything. Um, mm. I, well, I must have had some sort of influence and impact on them then, if they, <laughs> you know. Well, it must be, but I think it, I, I think I was one of them. Obviously, we speak every week. Yeah, but, of course. Um, yeah, well, that's right. Like... You're from current life, as it were. Yeah. But you know, there were people it... from historic life. I haven't seen for yeah. years. It's the fact that I think the picture was radiating such um, happiness and such. You. you had such a glow about you in that picture that I've never even seen before, which was, you know, oh, wow. surprising good. given that I speak to you every week. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure if that's good years. or bad, actually. <laughs> no, that's a good, that's a good thing. It was just nice. Nice that you, you just seem really relaxed and like let go of any worry or any, yeah. uh, anything. Just so being yourself. Nice. Yeah. Mm. That's it. Yeah. We can't keep letting stuff tie us down and stop us from being the people that we really are. There you yes. go. There's a good one to throw in There's for today. There's a good one to throw in for today. But obviously, today we're not here to talk about your birthday as much All as right, we love then. you. All right. <laughs> enough, enough, enough of the birthday. <laughs> yes. Today, in fact, uh, our second episode where we talk about, uh, we, where we answer a listener's question. And, yes. Uh, this specific listener asked about a very, very good question that will resonate with most of you. Um, especially <laughs> you're a woman <laughs> who has um, had a baby or is having a baby or has had a baby, whatever. Oh, right, that's me um, out then. Okay, fair enough. you out. <laughs> um, but it also could apply to uh, some dads. These days, dads take parental leave as well. So it I, have got a bit of a, I have got a bit of a connection with this idea of, of maternity, so um, I'll save okay. that till later. Okay, maybe. Good. So the the specific question was, how do I go back? I'm really worried about going back to a high pressure job, uh, having just had two kids and with two little kids to still look after. So that was a specific question. And how okay. do I deal with that? You know, mm. yeah, um, yeah, very real, very. Oh yeah, very. Real. Um, you know, it's a very in your face situation, and um, it yeah, is. yeah, indeed, it's not. It's it's harder than you think, and well, yeah, let's explore it. Yeah, let's explore it. Well, um, <laughs> I'm very well qualified to talk about this, given that I had two kids myself. And not right, long good job ago. one of us is then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> not long ago. And I've, I've had this exact experience of this panic and anxiety, thinking about the job that I was going to go back to. And to be fair, the job wasn't necessarily even high pressured as such, but it was still a full-time job. I was going back full-time on both occasions. And... Even the thought of having to leave my baby with somebody mm. else yeah. and uh, go back to a day job all day long, being away from them for eight hours a day, just just frightened me and just, just couldn't even bear to think about that at the time. And these thoughts started to rush in when we are like in five, six, seven, eight, seven months into the 12-month maternity leave that I specifically took. So if you're, for example, if you took six months off, the latter part of that uh, time, you probably will start to feel these because the last, first few months, it's all great. You can't think about anything but the baby and you're too tired to think about anything, let alone going back to work. But when things start to settle down and you're into the groove of your new routine, then you start to 
think about, oh my God, what's going to happen when I go back to work? This fear and this anxiety comes over you. And um, I started to feel that again, seven months into my first and second maternity leave. And another thing was that my, with my first baby, he came three months earlier than he should have done. So, right. and you, you take when I, I, when I say he should have done, when he's supposed to have come, but of course he's only supposed to come when he's supposed to come, but less yes. than, yeah. less than nine mean, yeah. months that you're allowed, as it were, sure. yes. uh, as the yeah. gestation of a human baby. He yep. came at uh, after seven months. Right. So it was, so I had even less time with him. Yes. And then I could have had with my, with any normal boring baby, if you like. Sure. So, so I, I was in this exact despair of, oh my God, what's going to happen? What am I going to do? How will I cope with this? And just again, the thought of leaving your baby with somebody else, who's going to look after them? Are they going to be okay? Whatever. It's just, it's just daunting. Mm. Um, so the only thing I can say, there are a few things I can say. In fact, the first thing I'm going to say is that, as we talked about it many times before, there is only now. Yep. Okay. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good start. Because no, none of us is guaranteed a tomorrow, let alone six, seven months from now. Uh -huh. So we can worry about what's going to happen three, four, five months from now, or we can just stop doing that and focus on the now, which is what we have. The now is what we have with our baby, with the people that we love, people that you know that care about us, that we care for. Focus on that. Focus on being grateful for being able to have that right now because mm. that kind of stops any other worrying because your mind can mm. only focus on one thing at mm. a time. Yeah. But and as we've said, Chilla, Ch Ch yeah. just, just to chip in here, you know, as mm. we have said many times, when we try and think about the future and we try and imagine this future, Quite often we can be wrong, can't we? It might not yeah. turn out, um, you know, particularly pertinent to when we're looking into the future and seeing fear and disaster and badness mm. and oh no, you know, or yeah. brick walls even, you, you know, mm. it doesn't, there's no guarantee it's going to turn out as bad as we think uh, think it is sitting here in the now. Is that, is that yeah. a fair comment? That's cor correct. But not only that, uh, in fact, the more catastrophically you think about it, the more you are making it become that way. Mm. As we said, what we focus on grows, grows. within us. Yeah. There is no yeah. guarantee. And some of these thoughts that come into our heads, like you said, is unreal. Mm. But they are real as they are, but well, they're not true. They're not mm. true. And some of it may or may not even happen. Yeah. And some of it likely will not happen. But it's just because from where we are right now, um, all we fear is uh, leaving the baby with someone else and mm. not being able to then, then, of course, that moment when you're thinking, looking after a small baby and a toddler, you're tired, you have no time for yourself, all you're really thinking about is, how am I going to cope with a job on top of this and still be present with my kids? Yeah. Yeah. And... So that was the first thing. Focus on the now yeah. and be just present with this present time because that is all you have. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. The second thing is um, one exercise that I did for myself. Literally had a notebook or a piece of paper. Um, on one column, I written down 
bit by bit. What is it specifically I'm worried about? I'm worried about the fact that I can't get up early or I'm yeah. worried about the fact that I won't have had enough sleep to be able to cope with the mental you know, requirements yeah. of a job or whatever it is that you are specifically worried about. Before you move on to the next one, on the second column opposite, write down how can you cope with that? What is it that you can do to cope with that? For example, if it's about sleep, I can go to bed an hour earlier. I can have a nap when I come back from work, just making this up. But, you know, you know some strategies to cope with that specific situation. And this is before um, you move on to the next thought. So you've just yeah, written one exactly. thing down well, that you're concerned and, and yeah. now you're straight away into how am I going to cope with that how one How am thing. I going to cope with that? And what okay. we're trying to do here is to get ourselves out, out of the catastrophic thinking because this catastrophic thinking is coming from the fear. Yeah. Our brain is thinking there's danger and we can't cope with the danger. Yes. You're yeah. going to bring it the, the thoughts into your thinking brain, not your reptilian brain. And just really deal, know how you can deal with that specific situation. And the chances are, six or four or five months from now, your baby is going to sleep better. You, you may not need to feed at night. You can enroll your husband to help you or whatever it might be. There are so many other strategies, but I would encourage you to write down at least one thing, mm. how you can cope with that specific mm. situation that's worrying you. Great. I mean, I was worried about oh, stupid things like how is my boss going to, uh, you know, mm. deal with the fact that I'm gonna, I'm now gonna be tired. Well, well, you, it's not your responsibility to deal mm. with your boss's feelings. <laughs> what your responsibility is to clearly set your boundaries with the new kind of routine that you have when you go to your job. You say to them, well, here it is. Here's my working hours. Here's my boundaries. This is, I am not going to, I cannot work outside of these hours and they don't pay you to do it anyway. And um, don't work outside of those hours. Mm-hmm. It's your boundary. You get to set it. You get to stick to it. And if you don't stick to it, then it isn't your boss's fault mm-hmm. because you're teaching them how they treat you. So, mm-hmm. Decide what those boundaries are going to be. Decide what sort of working hours that you are able to cope with from where you are. Then you can deal with it and you can set your boundaries. Then you can say no to anything else that comes in your way. Great. That's that, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it's it's important to do that. Otherwise, I I know where this is going. You mm. know, you just feel that you're going to have to say yes to everything, and um, yeah. you know, then the boundaries become useless, and then you've not, you know, you're not succeeding in, you know, all the fears that you've got probably coming. Yeah, the whole thing just collapses and falls down. So yeah, yeah I do think that's important. I, I get that. Yeah. Mm. And the third thing is that. Um, <laughs> From where we are, if you like, with a baby in our hand or going back to the job that we used to do without yeah. a baby, without any responsibility, without yes. anything else, yes. we think we're going to be able to do the exact same thing. But the of chances course. are you're yeah. not. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. because you are now a different person. Yeah. You have different way of looking at life. Yes. You have responsibilities for other people i.e. the small people that you're looking after. Yes. 
Um, and you have responsibilities for yourself, which is to look after, take care of yourself. And this time, taking care of yourself is even more important than it's ever been because if you don't take care of yourself, then there's no one to take care of the kids. Yeah, yeah. So you've got a double reason now for looking after yourself Mm -hmm. a bit more um, and sticking to the boundaries and Mm. accepting that things are a bit different now and that's that's okay, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, and... Um, so that's another strategy. The second, this was the second strategy. And yes. the third one yeah. I'm going to give is the, so important. Again, we said many times before, it's the identity that we hold. Yes. Uh, that determines everything that we get back in life. So the identity up to now has been the high achiever. I work hard. I achieve great things and people expect so much of me. And therefore you expect so much of yourself. Mm. Yes. But now you become a mom, you have a different, you have different responsibilities. And there I say, it, your identity is now become a mom, but you, this is what you need to realize that, um, you are not just a mom. You're not just a high achiever. You are a combination of all of that. And if mm. you stop judging yourself <laughs> as a mom or as a high achiever, or as a hardworking person and just accept who you are and where you are at right now in life, then everything will become easier. Right now, from a, just based on the question that you're asking, I'm talking to the listener, yep. is that, is that um, you're giving your power away to the job and to the things external to you, which could be your boss, your job, or whatever. But your power is within you to say not to anything that you don't want, anything that doesn't work for you and your family anymore. And um, so you get to decide only when you're at that stage, only when you finish your maternity leave, you get to decide whether this works for me or not anymore. Right. That's interesting then. So Mm. you've just said it plainly. You yeah. get to decide when that actually happens, not two months before when you're sitting thinking, I've only got yeah. another two months to go before I'm back yeah. at work, for example. Exactly. I mean, you can think about it now to say, well, you can think about what is it that you're going to be able to tolerate and what is it that you're able to cope with or whatever. But uh, it shouldn't be that you have to go over and above to cope with that. You yeah. know, there's going to be yeah. time, your body and your body clock and everything will adjust to the new situation. And yes. if you're happy and if you're fine with adjusting to that, it's only then that you really get to make a rational decision, not out of fear. Mm. The fear makes us do things that that we wouldn't normally do. And it also stops us doing things that we would easily be able to do because it, we think that this is going to cause us such big, you know, catastrophe, whatever. So, mm. so don't make your any decisions from that point, from this point of, you know, fear, but mm-hmm. make it when you come to that moment, is this working for me? But what you've got to do is to decide what your boundaries are right yeah. now. Yeah, so that's the point, is it? It's 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 not. Mm. We don't think about it. You think about it, but you don't think about it with fear. You think about it with strategy, with boundaries mm. and reality. You know what can I do? And also the acceptance of I'm not a failure because I'm yeah. not going to be able to do sixteen hours a day anymore. Uh, mm. When I was high flying and high working and every, you, you mm. know that that was my identity. Because, like you say, your identity actually is 
all aspects of your life and it's yeah. really sad when people actually limit themselves to just mm. what they do and then if things do not turn out as absolutely expected then the whole it's as though the whole body the whole person is is a failure yeah. the whole entity is a failure and that's just so unreal yeah unhelpful and just yeah. just not true you're not you're not, not a failure things this is a major life change, isn't it? I mean, we're talking about maternity, we're yeah. talking about babies today. This is a fundamental big mm. life change. It's not sort of just getting a new hobby or, mm. you know, starting to play football for the first day. You know, it's a big, yeah. big it's thing. A major one, life one of the big change. things. One major life, yeah. Mm. It is a major life change. And um, I can feel, and I know, there is a bit of judgment of yourself, from yourself, to say, I'm not going to be able to do what I was able to do before. And what will they think of me? What will others think mm -hmm. of me? And yeah. you're already judging yourself mm -hmm. that if you can't do what you were able to do before, you this will mean something about you. It means nothing mm -hmm. about you. It's like all. Ian said very rightly, we don't judge ourselves based on what we do. So Definitely if not. you have been an engineer, designer, or, a, you know, IT manager or a food mm. scientist, whatever it might be, you're limiting your whole being into that one title and this will inevitably mean that you're going to compare yourself to others and if you there's always going to be somebody who's better than you at doing that and therefore you're always going to be in some sort of uh, behind discrepancy or this whole uh, deprived state of being and you're going to judge yourself and you're going to continue to beat yourself up. So there's no point in doing that. You, when you remember, and you could also do the other side. I'm now a mom. What if I don't, uh, I can't be present with my kids? What if when I give my kids away to uh, daycare, what will they think of me? I'm not a good mom, whatever. All of these yeah. thoughts keep going through your head. And it was one of the thoughts that was going through my head. Right. Fair enough. And, yeah. But then how I overcame that was that, well, actually, you know what? By being able to provide for my kids, I'm setting them a good example. I'm also taking care of myself because I still need to, you know, work the intelligent side of my brain by doing something good for the society and for, and for myself. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. being able to take that break means that I can be more present with my kids. Oh, yeah. Not to the extent you're going to work yourself to the ground so you have no energy to give to either, but mm -hmm. to the extent that you can be both mm -hmm. and still good at it and not being able to fulfill one or the other means nothing about you. It just means mm -hmm. you're human, and, but you can also adapt to any situations. Yeah. yeah. And it's all, you know, it's all okay to feel this way. It's just that we yeah. all want fulfillment in life. We all want to feel secure and good about ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mm -hmm. don't give that. I mean, you just talk about don't give your power away, you know, don't give all mm. that situation over to life situations. You know, you, it, it's you, yeah. isn't it? You know, it's yeah. it's about your life and, uh, you know, you're entitled to peace and fulfillment and all the things, you know, your work and your children and mm. that. They're, 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 no one aspect of it is is causing you to be a failure. Yeah. And when I say don't give your power away, what I really mean is specifically is that you get to choose. Right. Good. At what yeah. point, whatever point in your life to do whatever you choose to do. You know, you might say, I have to go to work. Well, 
you don't have to. Nobody's making you. Yes, you have to earn money, whatever. We talked sure. about this last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But there are yeah. many other ways you can bring value to the world and therefore get the rewards as a result. You are choosing to go to work. You have done until now. And now, from now on, if you don't choose to go to work, that's okay. Whatever you choose to do, you have the power to make that choice. Nobody else is going to make you. Nobody else is going to... Nobody else has any other power over you. Mm. Yeah? That's yeah. the thing that's well, that we're is, trying that to is the, Yeah, that's the truth mm. and that's reality. Yeah. And, y you know, it's easy to to not believe that or to believe something inferior to that. But, yeah, mm. we really, you know, you've reminded us, Cheryl, we just got to keep keep that positivity in our minds, isn't it? Keep filling our minds with good stuff, I suppose. Yeah, that's, that's true. And remember our power and practice it with these things because, you know, in the past it may be that we haven't practiced our power so much. I know from myself I haven't practiced it because I didn't realize I had so much of it as yeah. such but yeah. now and even on a daily basis i had i get reminders yeah from different situations that i need to practice that choice mm. and power yeah. and this is this has to become a new habit for all of us to mm. practice that power in different situations and mm. you know the only reassurance i can give to this person uh, to our, or every, anybody who is listening and resonating with that right now everything will be fine Everything has always been, is now, and will always be fine, as my coach says. This mm. is this is one thing that we can surrender to. Everything mm. has always been fine and will always yeah. be fine. I think that's really good, and I think you know that is so important and mm. so sadly missed by so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Have we, have we, do you think we've answered? I mean, it's great. We're getting listeners' questions. Let's get more, you know, more listeners. Cause you, you know, yeah. your question's going to help. This question this, this lady asked is going to help other people as well. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe you've got a question you want us to field, um, yeah. and get Chulai's wisdom and expertise and experience on this to, to help you and to get you in the, the right place for, yeah. for moving forward and being the best you that you can be. Do you like mm -hmm. that? The best you yeah. that you can be. I know. Can't be, yeah, can't be the best somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, that, hopefully that answers this question. And yes, like Ian said, do come along, ask any questions you have. Um on the podcast, in the show notes, you have ways to um, contact me. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, go to my website and find out more about how you can um, ask these questions. Plus, um, I forgot to mention that I'm doing some series of mini masterclasses. Last year, I was doing the weekly mindset nuggets with Dr. Tulay Masi. That was every Thursday. I was putting a blog post out there this right. year. Now, this quarter, I'm doing weekly masterclasses. Okay. These are yep. 20 to 30 minutes answering the very topic like this that I know that most of you will resonate with, most of you suffer from. Mm -hmm. And this week, on this week's one, last just past Tuesday, we've covered about the real reason why you don't have time, the number one reason why you don't have time. And if you <sighs> still want to listen to that, you can register. I'm going to put the Zoom link to register in the show notes okay. so people can come and register for those. But they're going to be insightful. They're going to be very exciting and there's so much interest already. So, yeah. Great. 
Great. Thanks, Chulai, for that. That's, again, more helpful stuff. And I've got to yeah. play the role now that I normally play every week at this time in the podcast. And so I'm afraid we're out of time for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> nice it and predictable. It's been a great one. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Chulai. We'll talk next time. Thank you for listening to this entire podcast. If you're the kind of person who would like to help others, then share this with your friends, family and colleagues. Because if you found value, they will too. So please share via all your social media channels. If you want transformational content like this daily, follow me on LinkedIn by just searching for my name. Finally, I do have a personal request. I truly believe that we are all here to help others and to grow and evolve ourselves. Together, you and I, let's help more people. If you would please leave a good review on iTunes, I would be so grateful. And with your help, we can transform more lives together. Thank you for listening.